back. Another great episode of For Your Distraction is on deck for you. And we're coming to you from the couch again. Yes. This is, this is, this is the thing. We did it last week. We're doing it again tonight. We are right here on the couch. We've said we've moved our studio. We're in a more comfortable setting. You know what else I like, Adam? I'm sitting next to you on this couch. I can see the computer. I can see our spikes. Yeah, you've never been able to. You, this is an experience you've never had before. I, I'm realizing I that now. I, I can see the spikes. I can see if I'm too loud, if I'm too quiet, where a timer's at. I got to be you, honest you with were, you. You were the. I was the director. You were the engineer. So I relied on you to give us our cues and everything. Now I can see for myself. This is this is fine work you've done here. I realize now that from when we last recorded, I had to do very little volume control. When because you can see the spikes, like it's interesting. I can tell. Like, I can tell the spikes. Before yes. we record, every now and then you see me look away and mess with the knobs, or and yeah. I had to do it a couple times. But for the most part, like I was just sitting here relaxing, we're having a nice. This is very chill. Just having yeah. some beers. Talking about some shit? Yeah. Oh, I love this. So if you guys uh, didn't listen to our last episode, um, the heater in our studio crapped the bed. So it was really cold, so we decided to move it inside to a different room, and we, we might have found a permanent home. This is really nice. Like, we're not... It's really yeah, nice. Yeah, it's very yeah. comfortable. It's ve- I think the episodes are a little bit better in this room, on this couch. I think if we have to do it back out in the... Uh, uh, room. We got to bring the couch with us. There's a couch out there. It's a wicker couch, though, isn't no, it? Not. Isn't it a wicker? No. There is, but there's a regular one too. Okay, well then we have to do it That's on the couch. The... We'll just sit down, do it on the couch. I have to. And then pretty soon we're gonna be laying down, dude, just kind of yeah. like in Lazy Boys or something like that, kicking back, doing it. That's that's gonna be us when we're eighty. We're going to be in the old folks home in Lazy Boys with microphones. The That's lazy, us. The Lazy Boys. Yeah. That's us. the new podcast. The Lazy Boys. Bring our Lazy Boy. Trademark. I said it now. Episode 160. I think this is 160 now. Episode 160. I'm saying it now. The Lazy Boys. Yes. Trademark. Don't All steal right. it. Um, so we're coming close. We're about the end of no- November right now. Right. Um, we are the holiday season is upon us. We are pre-recording this before Thanksgiving uh, to pull back the curtain a little bit because it's holidays. You know, right. we've all got busy but it things will to air do. After the yes, it'll it'll after air after Turkey Day. It'll after right after Black Friday it'll, that weekend it'll be up. Um, but I gotta ask you something. Sure. Do you and have you participated in No Shave November? I have before. Not this year, Not as you this can year. tell. Yes. As you can tell, I can I've, tell I've, yeah. I've shaved. Um, what do you do? Do you is that? Do you think that's a early twenties thing, and you just don't participate in it, or is it just you just didn't do it this year? I didn't do it this year because my hair on my face grows so damn fast. Like I shave a lot, and it looks like I always have a beard. Yeah, like no joke. I get the five o'clock shadow. If I want to stay, this is why I always have facial hair, because if I wanted to stay clean shaven, I would have to shave twice a day, and I hate shaving, so I don't want to do it once a day, and I would have to do it twice a day to stay clean shaven. That's nonsense. I've done no shave November. I've done it more than once. I've completed it more than once, but December rolls around, and I'm like, get this off my face. <laughs> Plus, my wife, Kristen, she hates it when my beard is like... Mountain Man, Grizzly Adams, ZZ Top, unmanageable. She hates that. A lot of girls like that. Not my wife. 
She likes me to have facial hair, but she likes to be kempt and clean and and to be honest, I'm I'm in I'm in her camp. When it when my beard gets too overwhelming and it like starts overtaking my lip and I yeah. get like food and shit in it, like I hate that. I hate it too much. I've hit the point where I can't remember the last time I didn't have a beard. I've had a beard for a long time now. I don't remember my face looks like clean shaven, and I may never shave it all off, to be honest with you. It'll take, like, a medical thing, like, I need to have face surgery or something like Dude, that to shave it off. I grew a dirty Sanchez in 8th grade. I had a goatee in 10th grade. I wore it to school. So, yeah, yeah. I've had I've had a beard for a long time. I tried to do No Shave November this month. As you can... Well... I started growing my beard longer, as you could probably tell. It's a little bit longer than it usually is. Um, it's nowhere near like ZZ Top long or Thor long or anything like that. But it's 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 gotten a lot longer than it usually is. And that was just because I was like, you know what? Screw it. I've got a beard. I've never had a long beard before. Let's just try letting it go. Let it go and grow out. And then it rolled into November. I was like, all right, let's do No Shave November. I couldn't finish No Shave November. I have I have to trim it up. I, you you got to trim it up a little bit. Because here's the thing. When I grow facial hair, my upper cheeks right about here gets a lot of hair. You get patchy? Yeah. I get the patchy, get too. Like, like it goes almost all the way up to my eyeballs. I get, like, rogue hairs up by my eyeballs yeah. coming out my nose. Like Yeah. It's, it's intense. Yeah. Like, if I let it go, it would look even worse and then i don't know if i don't know if you do this but my, i if i wanted to and i let it go for a few months i could probably grow the beginnings of a unibrow oh so yeah. i gotta trim that up oh, too fuck yeah I, I'd, I'd have the full anthony davis like straight across like, yeah neanderthal just even like my eyebrows i look like i got two woolly bear caterpillars above my eyes like, yeah they're, they're bushy i got big fat bushy eyebrows to begin with so when they connect in the middle it just looks bad have you ever had to pluck your eyebrows before have you ever had to like yeah, not for enough I, I can work a pair of tweezies buddy <laughs> i've had to every now and then and it rarely happens but i get this thing I'm going to describe it to you for your listeners, but Scott, you're sitting next to me so you can kind of see what I'm doing. Um, my eyebrows, there will be a stray hair mm-hmm. that'll just come down. Almost like, it, it's not long enough to go over my eye, but it's really trying. Mm-hmm. And it just does it. And I try to like, you know, get some water and just kind of like, you know, smooth it out, try and do that. But it'll just, it'll just come straight down. Like, it's almost like a dead hair. That's like, I'm done with life. You know, get, get rid of me. So I have to pluck it. And plucking fucking hurts, dude. It does. Fucking plucking hurts. Like kudos to you women who do it. It hurts. That shit's stupid. You know, I hate getting hate getting old as a man. You start losing the hair on top of your head, but you start growing you're, it in places that you don't really. You're telling me, Scott. You're telling Adam, me losing my hair on the top of my head. There's nothing you're wrong losing with me. Adam, you're there's nothing me. wrong with being bald headed. So many people are bald headed. It he, looks good. Here's my problem with here's my problem with uh, my bald head. Um, I shave my hair. The problem is the parts the parts of my hair that had hair yeah. still want to fucking grow. Well, so I have to shave like every shaving. day, yeah, and it's know, it's a, annoying. it's annoying as shit. I keep telling you that you should grow like the Wallace Shawn, like uh, the George Costanza. Just that one little like fryer tuck around. That's the back. I'll do that. I would love to see that on you. I'll do that in my like forties, maybe. <laughs> That'll be my forties look. 
That is a 40-year-old haircut. Yeah, man. that'll be maybe my 40s look. Right now, the 30s are for the beard. The 30s are for the beard. I'm trying to get that long beard. beard. <laughs> I'm trying to get that Thor beard going right there. So, um, Okay, have you then, to pivot from that to something very similar, have you done No Nut November? Do you know, you know what that is? I do. Okay, I, good. I do know what it is. It's a very similar thing, but it's... I have, I have not... I have not completed it, and I gotta tell you, I have tried. Not this year, not this year. I didn't try no shave or no nut, but there was a year that I tried no nut, and it was it was an utter failure. And it just it made me feel so bad. Like after the fact, I like I like looked at myself in the mirror after it happened, and I'm just like, you're a failure. Everything you do, you couldn't I... even. It's very dark, but I imagine it's like the very similar situation to women who get like sexually abused. They look in the mirror and they start shaving their head and like, you're a whore. Like, you're a dirty, like, it's you're the same dirty, thing. Dirty, dirty whore. <laughs> that was me. I was like, you dirty slut, you. <laughs> and then he starts shaving One, his head. 30 days. It was 30 days. You I tried. not even make it 12. <laughs> I tried. I tried doing both this year i tried doing both i made it until about last week for no shave and then i had to trim the neck beard and the upper cheek i made it about three days in November. <laughs> <laughs> look i got a lot of stress yeah I, and you know what i can't work i don't have time to work out <laughs> but i got 15 minutes on my head, so well the, the new thing i've heard is if a guy completes No Nut November, then they have to have their lady friend help them with Destroy Dick December. What? Destroyed Dick December. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. Well, no one else has, because nobody can complete no, November. <laughs> like, like, like the prize at the end of the rainbow is the land of milk and honey, and you can't get to it. No man can get there. <laughs> I certainly couldn't. <laughs> it's like like every girl in the world will be like, I'm in. I'm in for destroyed dick December because I ain't going to have to do shit because nobody's going to get there. <laughs> you think women are a fan of No Net November? Do you think they're like, finally a break? <laughs> like, finally a break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, how is that any different than October? <laughs> Men are failures. We are. We're terrible failures. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we talked about, very briefly, I don't remember the crux of the conversation, we mentioned something about brain power. Remember we were talking about, like, humans only use 10% of the brain? I oh, was like, yeah. oh, yeah. Weeks ago, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a fucking myth. Like, bullshit, blah, blah, blah. So I found out 
because I listen to Joe Rogan podcast, great podcast, love guy. it so much. Yeah. And he had somebody on there was I think it was Joe Rogan podcast. He had somebody on there was talking about it, and apparently, the thing is that it's not that humans only use ten percent of our brains. We use all of our brains. The the issue is we only understand. 10% of our brains. And it was a scientist that, or somebody that quoted this like decades and decades and decades and decades ago. And he's been misquoted ever since to being said that we only use 10%. We only have an understanding, even right, right now, we only have like an understanding of like 10 or so percent of our brain because well, the brain is such a fucking weird you might, you thing. Might use, you might use 100% of your brain, but. I don't know if it, we're using it to its full ability. No. For example, God, no, we're talking about yeah. fucking no nut November dis- destroyed dick December. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely yeah. not. Like, like here, here's my thing. Like, you've heard about these stories, like m- those crazy medical cases. I mean, I, guilty pleasure. <laughs> I've read some of those weird medical journals of crazy accidents that have happened, where like a piece of rebar goes through a guy's head. And he like lives, or there's other some crazy accident, like where your brain can actually be pierced, or there's been a surgery where part of a brain actually had to be removed, and yet the person is still able to yeah like live, like it changes your personality though, which is the weird thing about it. That's always like a weird thing I thought too. Like even just a simple brain injury, like a concussion, like if you if if you get like a really bad concussion, there's a potential possibility of. It changed your personality completely. I've had three concussions in my life, and I had all three concussions in the span of like 15 months. And because of that, I have a brain lesion now. I believe yeah. I've talked about this on the show before. And I, I used to have seizures, and it was it was not a good thing. I was on medication for it. So and you, you see these NFL football players, like they have that CTE, which is that new disorder, that, that movie with Will Smith. Yeah. Or, yeah. The what was it called? Um, concussion. Shit. Was it called concussion? Was it? It might have been. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever it was called. And that's like these old timey football players. It's like amazing how many of them like committed suicide and just gone crazy and had <laughs> these horrible things happen to them. And they've they've arcaned it back to their head trauma from playing football. I've. I'm curious. I imagine it's done, but do you know, because you know way more about like the NFL than I do, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you know before, when a player signed, does a player have to go through like a psychological profile? Do they have to say like a psychologist and get like, just like a basic psychological profile before they do some nonsensical Currently? bullshit? Yeah. Um, Like, I imagine if you're going to do something that could potentially hurt your brain, they want to do like a, like, see a psychologist for like a couple weeks and just kind of like get like a basic profile of you. I think that'd be a great experiment, honestly. I don't know. I don't know if they have to do something that extreme. I do know there's something called the combine. So if you're one of like the top college football players in the country and you know you're good enough to go play in the NFL. You're good enough to play at the next level. You get invited to what's called the combine, which is usually, I think it's in Indianapolis. And you do like 40 yard dash. You do like standing broad jumps. You do the, you do the triple jumps. You do, you do stuff like that. But they also make you take a test. And some of these, some of these football players are dumb as box of rocks. 
you know, but they still have to take yeah. this test. But as far as like a psycholog- psychological examination, I don't think they do. I think they should. That should be a thing. That's something that the union <coughs> and the players' union, the league, would have to like collectively bargain for in the contract negotiations. Okay, where do you stand on this thing? Because I've heard this opinion a lot that college football is one of the worst um, institutions to exist because it's taking it's taking advantage of college level players in this a very intense sport, and the college level players don't even get paid for it, but the people that run the organization make ridiculous amounts of money for it. And they're putting basically these college students in in potential danger. And these college students, they're not even getting paid for it. They might get, you know, college, like, tuition things and stuff like that, like grants and scholarships, things like that. But they're not really even getting, like, a paycheck for what they're doing. But these people that run college football are making, like, millions and millions and billions and billions of dollars and shit like that. I don't know about billions, maybe not billions, but they're making a ridiculous amount of money taking advantage of these students it like is, where do you billions. where do you where do you stand on that because i've heard a lot of people that say they don't support college football at all because of the stance at the very least the nfl players make a lot of fucking money for their dangerous work <clears throat> you want to know my opinion on that hmm. the ncaa and college athletics is slavery it it, it really is it, it's it is terrible s- it's slavery it's, I, it is is it more like serfdom? Slavery. Is it more like serfdom than slavery? I mean, all right, semantics, semantics. Well, because there's a very big difference between serfdom and slavery. Semantics. What I'm saying is, yes, I wholeheartedly agree with the stance you were saying. There is, I I feel the college athletes should be paid because how it is now, Adam. Not only do they not get paid, but they are forbidden from being paid. So it happens all the time. Somebody's a family friend lets you borrow a car and you get suspended for that because that goes that's a violation of the NCAA rules and regulations you can't even take gifts from people you can't even you can't collect anything and it has been not a year goes by not a season goes by where you don't hear about one player or two players or doing this or doing that it's a problem and i agree i don't like college football anywhere near as much as I like the NFL and that's a big reason why that's one of the biggest reasons they should pay their athletes yes and the argument for the other side is well those they get to go to college for free they get all guess what everyone should get to go to college for free that's how I feel it shouldn't you shouldn't have to be an athlete or brilliant or this Everyone should get to go to college for free. Therefore, if you're going to play football, basketball, baseball, gymnastics, swimming, whatever, in you should be paid. You should be because that school and that corporation they're making billions of dollars off of you, and you're putting your life at risk for them to make money and you to get nothing out of the deal. It's slavery. Now let me ask you this though. <clears throat> You, I've, we've obviously heard your strong opinion on oh, this. Oh yes, but you still watch college football. You still support the industry um, by watching it. You'd be surprised, dude. I don't watch college football like I watch the NFL. 
I watched it's it's a Saturday today. I watched one game today, and honestly, I turned it on late and I turned it off early. I watched a little bit in the middle, and I wasn't even that into it. In fact, I had my phone up most of the time. The game just happened to be on the TV. I don't care about the phone being up. You're still give, giving them ratings because it's the, on the TV. That's the first time in three or four weeks that I've had a game on. <clears throat> I don't particularly care for college football. And part of it is the pay, and part of it is there's a couple other things. But the college football games, <clears throat> so often you've got a really, really good team playing a really, really shitty team, and they win by 60 or 70 points. That happens a lot in college football. I hate the scheduling. I hate it when Alabama or Ohio State is playing Northwest Alaska State or Helen Keller's School for the Deaf and Dumb. Like They do. They play shitty teams, and they beat them by 100 points, and it's not fun to watch. Yeah. I hate that. So what's your justification then? I'm not saying you have to defend yourself, but I'm saying what's your justification then for liking high school football? Because isn't that the same thing but almost worse? Because they're once again, they're even younger kids who are participating in a very dangerous sport, and they're not getting any benefit. True. High school is a little bit different <clears throat> to me, but it's raw. It's, it's, it's 100% raw. Guess what? The school's not making money. I mean, there's probably some big high schools in Texas. There has to be some financial benefit because most really. because well there there must be because a lot of small town schools focus a lot of uh, funds into things like high school football because that is like their that's kind of their bread and butter. Where sometimes. we where we live, your your the area where we live. Yeah. That's true. Because we live in a football hotbed, a football powerhouse they area. They wouldn't put that much school funding into something that doesn't provide football provide is, more funding back to the school. They would not do is that. King. Football is king here. And it's the people who get voted on the school board, Adam. They make those decisions. They're people who went to those schools, played those games, or they were cheerleaders, or they were in the band, and they grew up. So they have a special attachment that's, to that football team. That's fine. Therefore, I'm, they're saying, well, uh, we're going to raise our taxes, <clears throat> we're going to put a new football stadium with turf and, and get them new uniforms, and we're going to do all that. God forbid we buy iPads for the school for kids to learn. No. That costs too much money. New new shingles on your roof, on your school? No. That's too much money. The football needs a new water fountain and the watering trough? You got it. That's there, where we live. That's for as people much who are elected officials. For as much passion as uh, put into the put into the high school football game, and for as much passion, like there's there's funding cut from other departments, like the art departments mm -hmm. and all these other places, just to yeah. put towards football. There must be some financial benefit no, coming to you, the school. Because why else would they do it if there's no financial because benefit? Because it's why? the people in charge. <clears throat> it's the people who have the say, and those people love football so that's why it's up and it's not everywhere there's been schools that have dropped their football programs your alma mater kennedy high school they had a really good football team back in the day they don't even have a team anymore and it's because another thing that's happening in our area at all the public and private schools population is down enrollment is down there's not as many kids plus there's there's a lot more sports soccer Soccer is huge now, and it never used to be. Nobody fucking played soccer. 
But now it is the same season as football. And if you're a small school with not a lot of, we'll say, male athletes, because football is a male sport, soccer's both, but they play separately. If you don't have that many male students and you got to field a football team and a soccer team and a cross country team, you're not going to have enough <clears throat> bodies. So you got to cut something. And at Kennedy, they still have their soccer team, they still have their cross country team. But they cut their football team. If, if the Jamestown football team was, cut the football team. Uh, Commodore Perry cut the football team. If the football team was so big and impressive, why did they cut it? Because they didn't have the bodies. <clears throat> the last couple years, they had... You have to have 11 players on the field. They had 15 kids on the whole fucking team. Yeah, that's, yeah there you go. There's four people to sub out. You know, you get hurt <laughs> playing this horrible sport. And then you get... <laughs> They're, they had to forfeit two games because they had nine active players on the team. This is why football. This is why, they, this is why, they this drop is why team. there should be high school football, though. If you have this, good luck with that one. I know you to run on that. You run on that. I'm not going to die on that mountain. I'm not going to die on that hill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, if my and I've been thinking about this a lot, mainly because once again, listen to Joe Rogan podcast. He talks a lot about sports because he's a big, he's a fighter and he's a big physical guy. And from what I understand, like, I gotta be honest with you, from what I've learned about it, if I ever had a kid and they were like, I want to join the football team, I would discourage them as much as I can to play a different sport. I would tell them, why don't you do like soccer or basketball or something like that? I would discourage them because of all the injuries that I've heard from it of all like, I would never want to put a 15 year old, 16 year old in that, in that position, that field. Not tackle football. Right. Fuck no. And that's true. And you know what's becoming really big right now? It's really on the rise. Flag football. Flag that's great. Fo- that's great. Flag football has become really, really big. There's leagues popping up everywhere. My cousin, who lives in Florida, he runs a league down there. And that's his job. <clears throat> that's his career. He does really well with it. And he wanted, to, wanted me to start one around this area. But unfortunately, there was already two established and not enough again there's not enough people in this area so but flag football is coming big i gotta tell you i have two girls but if i had a boy i mean girls technically girls could play football too but i don't think that's as much of a worry but if i had a son and he wanted to play football i'm with you i would i wouldn't tell them no because i'm not that kind of a dad Especially since I'd be a hypocrite because I played, but I would I would not want him to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wouldn't want him to. Flag football's fine. Other other non contact sports are fine. I love sports, but God, it's it's a violent activity. Two of my three concussions came yeah. from football. So, as a parent, do you have branching off the subject of football? Do you have? expectations for your kids do you have things like i want to push my kids towards this or like to push my kids towards that like with anything like socially politically uh, educationally things like that like do you have things Hmm. that you're like i want to i like you know there's those parents are like oh i was a engineer and i want to push my kids towards engineering i want them to learn that or no i was a football player or a soccer player i want to push my kids towards football just a couple just a couple things and Two of them are kind of tongue-in-cheek, if you will. I want my girls to be good students. 
because <laughs> I wasn't. I was a C D student in school. I, I didn't get I Same didn't here. Same I here. didn't get good grades. And it's not that I wasn't smart. I was just lazy and I didn't like to put in the work. And unfortunately, school didn't come that easy to me. Whereas my wife, Kristen, guess what? She's just as lazy as I am. But it comes easy to her. I wish I had your wife's intelligence. Oh I my really gosh. fucking do. She's she's going for a doctorate right now, and she does have to work. But I'm talking back when we were in high school. She didn't work hard in high school. It came easy to her. She got straight A's, over 4.0, top 5 rank in her class, and she didn't do squat. And I'm jealous of that. And I want my girls to be like that. I want them to have... Like, schoolwork come easy to them. Yeah. Because it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I think, honestly, I think for us, it's becoming more apparent now. What, um, if this was known back when we were that age, that maybe there are just some subjects that some people just shouldn't fucking take. There's just some classes that yeah, maybe it's not true. that, maybe it's not that people are bad students. Maybe there's just some classes that some people just shouldn't take that are just boring or like I I was in a similar situation. I was not a very good student when I went to high school. I I, I wasn't a good student in elementary school, but I definitely was not. I same thing. C's, B's, occasional D every now and then. But I, it wasn't because looking back on it now, I know it wasn't because I was stupid. I was just. I didn't want to fucking do anything they were teaching. I didn't want you, to do anything. It was the, the me, yeah. it was the classic take your algebra class, take your American history class, take your you know geography class, take your this class, take your that class. So they were all the generic classes, even through high school. And the only classes I knew that I was interested in high school were some of those like outlier classes. Like I took a few of those, but they weren't as prevalent. I think I went to Kennedy. I didn't feel like they were as prevalent as they are now. Like my sister, she just graduated high school last year and she was talking about, oh, she took a psychology class or she had a robotics fucking class where, or she had like a really advanced, like a, a cool like programming class. Yeah, they and have stuff robotics like that. in like all the schools now. Like my kids in elementary school, <laughs> kindergarten are doing robotics. When we were in school, to me, a robot was like Rosie from the Jetsons. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and I was like, uh, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, why aren't you taking... I, I talked to my sister. I was like, why the sure fuck... Sure thing, Mr. J. Why the fuck aren't you taking these classes? Like, if I had these classes, like, I probably I might have been a different student. I had a stigma when it came to school in general, but, like, I might have been a different fucking student. Like, wholeheartedly. Like, that's probably the reason why when I'm in school right now, I'm trying... I'm trying as hard as I can to do as well as I can, obviously, mm -hmm. but it bothers me more now than it did in high school when I do poorly. Like, it really, really bugs the fuck out of me. Like, I, I think about it for weeks when I, I do don't poorly. Know, I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast or not, but there was, there was a moment. <clears throat> there was an epiphany I had that it was bad. It was a bad thing because when it happened to me at that point, I was like, you know what? That's when I didn't care anymore. That's when I was just, I'm done. I'm going through the motions. It was in sixth grade. And my parents went out of town. They were staying overnight. So I stayed with a friend of mine. For our for story's sake, we'll, we'll change his name to protect the innocent. We'll call him Josh. 
So I stayed at Josh's house. It was a good friend of mine. His mom and my mom were good friends, so it wasn't weird. And I was to stay overnight at his house and go to school with him and, you know, that whole thing. So it was a Thursday night, and we're at his house. We're playing his video games, you know, having a good time. His mom walks in the room. She's like, do you boys have any homework? I came home from school with them. Yeah. So I was home all Thursday night. And Josh quickly answers, no, we don't have any homework. <clears throat> and I said, oh, well, Josh, I said, tomorrow's Friday. You always take your spelling tests on Friday. Did you guys do that too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Spelling tests. Friday's vo- vocab day. Vocab spelling, yeah. Friday was that day. I said, we have a spelling test tomorrow. We need to study our spelling words. He doesn't even look up from Mortal Kombat. He goes, oh, I never study those. And I go, oh, why, why I need to? So I like walked out of the room. He continued to play the video games. And I'm looking over our spelling list. I'm spelling words, writing them down a couple. I'm a right to learn kind of. Sp- yeah. I'm, I'm still to this day. I'm atrocious at spelling. Terrible at spelling. So I really had to work at it. So I did it for a little bit, and then I was fine. I went back, and he didn't even open his book one time. He was a smart kid. Didn't didn't look at the words. Didn't even look at them. I studied them. Went in the next morning with them. Took the spelling test. I studied. I did pretty well. I got like an eighty something percent. Missed a oh, couple. That's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good, right? Pretty good. He got a hundred percent. He didn't miss a single fucking word. He got a hundred percent out. He didn't crack his fucking book. At that point, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This isn't meant to be for me. And it was at that moment that I said, "To hell with school." Not a good thing. Not no, a it's good not. Thing. But. It was it was at that moment that it happened to me. I had a different stigma when it came to school. I uh, different from you. I always when I I'm an overweight person now. Growing up, I was an overweight kid, and in the early to mid to late nineties, you know, it may bullying is still a thing today. But when somebody's overweight, I don't know if they're bullied as much. Maybe in some schools, but I feel like there's more of an acceptance of people. With bullying has been nipped in the bud a little more yeah. now than it ever was. Yeah, people like more you hear you hear the boomers like everybody got bullied. Just get over. Okay, boomer. Yeah, get like I. Well, when I went to school, I for I went to uh, elementary school, obviously, and I was overweight. You know, you know, big kid, little, little big, little big. Yep. and I was treated like garbage every single day i went to school and for six years through image school i was treated like shit every single day so it created a stigma for me where i was like i don't care about school i don't want to be here i don't want to do any of this nonsense and mm-hmm. i kind of and it kind of followed me to middle school and high school and stuff and it wasn't until later on in life i was like oh you know what it's not that big of a deal I'll, they're assholes I'll, yeah they're assholes a bunch yeah. of assholes and i understand and i even come to an understanding where you know what a lot of them probably had a lot of shit going on personally in their lives a lot of them had a lot of stuff going on, but probably. That, but that influenced you. Your personality today is probably factored in from that. Yeah. Like, And here's the thing. I still have social anxiety a little bit that comes from it and stuff like that. I still have that. And I deal with it today. But I think I'm a little bit more understanding for it. And that's why I'm trying as hard as I can in college right now. Because, And I think, I think it's reaffirmed that I'm not a dumb person. The fact that I'm doing as well in some classes in college right now classes you like not not even classes i like i don't 
I don't like history class. I like oh, the I, do. I like history itself, but I don't like taking the test. Adam talks about school. It is. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. <laughs> I took my last history exam, and he split the history exam. It's a one-on-one class, so it's fucking easy as shit. But he split the class, the test into, you know, you take uh, a take-home essay. And then we have definitions that we take in class and stuff like that to answer. And when I got the end result back, I got a 98. Like, he even marked on my uh, papers, like a three or four page papers, like brilliant writing. Like, you're an amazing writer and stuff like that. And I'm like, you are a good writer. And I'm like, I fucking hate writing so much. Oh, I do too. But you're my, a good writer. My personal hell, if hell exists, my personal hell would be write a million essays and then shred them and so then write a million write more. A book? I, would, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> I wouldn't want to. One of while while you're on that topic, one other thing I've noticed now that's different, and, and, and you see it with the movies and the like everything, nerd culture is more popular. Oh yeah, fuck than these, it was when we were like fuck these nerds today. They didn't have to go through the the shit that we went. The nerds, like my nephew, my nephew is a big dork just like the rest of us yeah like we like the same shit he's probably movies. slaying poon left and right he fucking is he's popular man he's a popular kid he is a over 4.0 student fucking brilliant but loves star trek and doctor who and all reads x-men comic books and that's the kind of stuff that i did but you kept you kept, kept it on in the, the dl dark. you kept it in the Here's dark thing i didn't always keep my nerdiness on the dl because I wasn't, I was, you know, I wasn't, I was like, fuck it, whatever, you know, I like it, I like it, and, you know, I hate you treating me like shit, so be a dickhole. But, like, yeah, they treat me like shit because I like nerdy shit. I like, I, liking video games was a taboo when you were in elementary school. Even though everybody fucking played them, if you liked them and you actively talked about them, you're like, oh, you're a fucking nerd, dude. Yeah, and that's kind of... Fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of where we are, like... It, nerd culture is pop. Look at look at the movies. Look at the Marvel movies that are breaking every record. And in, in the everybody likes it now. Everybody's okay with it. Look at fucking Mandalorian, which we're gonna talk about episode two. Oh yeah, a little bit of the oh, Mandalorian. Yes. Look at Mandalorian. It's popular. Very to like popular. That. Yeah. Disney Plus is popular. Like it's bullshit. So other than the me wanting my daughters to be smart and good at school like their mother. I don't think much else other than, God, I really don't want them to be Browns fans. Really? Yeah, that, that, I, I, I don't want them to be conservatives. Those are the two things that I would just. But there are good conservatives. Not my kids. Not my kids. No, I don't want them to be. They exist. Would you be content with moderate? I didn't say Republican. I said conservative. I don't want them to be conservative. And I don't want them to be Browns fans. Those are the two things that I would probably draw the line. But other than that, live your life. Live your life. Live your life. All right. So we've come to that portion of the show that we're doing. Uh, I guess you could call it a new segment that we're going to try to do every episode. Talk about episode two of the Mandalorian. This is this is Mando time. Mando time it is. Um, continues from the last episode when he found Baby Yoda. Yeah. Now he has to get off the planet, and uh, we're introduced to the fuck. Is he on Tatooine? By the way, he's got to be on Tatooine, right? 
He might be. It's a desert planet, and there's Jawas there, which is what I'm getting into. The Jawas, but come we've to play. seen Jawas on other planets. But they're sand skimmers and shit like that. Or like, are they native to Tatooine? That's that's what I want to know. It might be in the Tatooine system, but it might not be Tatooine, or it could be. I don't know. They don't. don't know. They don't say. Um, but God, why does everything fucking revolve around Tatooine? Yeah, I don't know because well, it's because the first fucking movie started on Tatooine. Yeah, but they've revisited so many times in the in the saga. I don't know. Well, I mean, like it's a shit planet. But Hoth is a boring planet because it's all fucking snow, and you can't see shit because it's always a snowstorm half the time. And it's like the the moon of Endor. It wasn't even Endor. It was the third moon. Yeah, the third moon of Endor, which is a forest planet, and it's those fucking Ewoks. Who gives shit about the teddy bears? So. God, you hated the Ewoks. I don't like the Ewoks. I didn't mind the Ewoks. It's bullshit. The Empire is destroyed by the Ewoks. It's bullshit. So, uh, Ewoks. Everybody's so hard on the Ewoks. And even even listening to how everybody shits on the Ewoks made me even start to shit on the Ewoks a little bit. But I've thought about it a little bit. And honestly, I'm okay with the Ewoks. The Return of the Jedi. Although I, I like Empire better than Jedi... Return of the Jedi is a close second. It really is. And let me tell you why. It was the first Star Wars film I had ever seen. Really? Yes. The first one I had ever seen. I was a kid. How confused were you? What year did it come out? 80... 84? 83? 83? Something like that. I'll look it up. I was born in 84. So... I was young. I was a kid when I saw it. So it was the newest one. 83. I was born in 84. I might have saw it in like 86. So therefore it was the newest one. It was the first one I saw. Plus I was introduced to the the Ewoks from the the two movies that I yeah. talk about all the time. The Battle for Endor and yeah. Wicked the Ewok. Those were like made for TV, George Lucas. They're corny as shit, and they don't yeah. hold up. But you liked them because they were teddy them. bears. They were teddy bears, and you were a kid, and they're little adorable bears. Maybe. Yeah. maybe Jar Jar Binks like... was appealing to kids too. It didn't make them great. No, but exactly. I'm telling you, I'm telling, I'm not saying they're great. I'm saying they hold a special place in my heart for that reason. I see. And I'm not going to shit on the Ewoks anymore. I'm going to allow them to exist. Did Sorry, they, did I got they... enough shit for both of us, so it doesn't matter. Okay, fine. So, um, anyway, Mandalorian, episode two. Yeah. Uh, we come across Mando trying to get Baby Yoda off the He's got to get off this whatever planet it He's is. He's got to get out of this desert. And he comes across the fucking Jawas. The fucking again. Jawas, the fucking Jawas, man. Jawas, man. Like, like, fuck the Jawas. Like, seriously. Dude, them. so... His ship. Does his ship have a name? Um. Now, wasn't Boba Fett's ship called Slave One? Yes, it was called Slave One. It looks a lot like his ship. No, it doesn't. Well, not exactly. No, I mean, like, it really doesn't. Like, like his ship, like, Mandalorian, Mando's ship looks like a conventional starship. Boba Fett had the unique ship where when it lifted off, it turned itself. So it lift off it like did this, do that. It did and do then that. it turned itself, and that's more upright the right side up because the cockpit was right there. It was more like a um fuck I don't I don't even know how to how to describe I it. See but it was similarities like... though. The part that goes up 
on his ship. I'll have to. I'll have to look more. I would. I would look at a picture. It does. It, I did not get rings of Slave One in that ship at all. Honestly, it looked. It looked honestly like a generic starship. Not really anything unique. Well, at least Millennium Falcon was like flat and disc-like and had the cockpit on the right side and both the Slave One. Obviously, I told you like it lifted up and then it kind of like righted itself almost. Well, I will say in the first episode, the very first guy that he got that he had the bounty for made the comment about the ship basically being a piece of shit. Yeah. He made that comment. He's like, like, you know, if you want to, I'll just fucking rent another ship. And we can just like travel and stop. You're going to do this. Like, he made that joke about it. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah, it looks like a piece of shit. And the fucking Jawas make it look like even more a piece of shit because they fucking... He comes back and it's like it's like when you park your car in a bad neighborhood. Yeah. And you come back and it's on cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that happened to his ship. I got that, yeah. And what's really, what's really fun about it is Boba... Uh, uh, Mando doesn't like run up to him be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, well, I'll give my shit back. He pulls his fucking rifle out Dude. and starts picking off Jawas. Like disintegrating them. Yes. Holy shit! I was like, this turned into a great circus. And then they escape, and not not only do they try to escape, but Mando chases the sand skimmer down. Like he runs after, he tries to climb up there and take him out. It ends up being they knock. He him actually off the... loses that fight. He does. He does, which is really cool. But I thought I had a good laugh about this. I've never seen a Jawa get thrown off of a high thing like that and there's just something funny about watching a Jawa drop from that height and them it was just it was just funny i don't know um, it reminded me so much there was like a clip from one of those there was like you know those reality show that revolved around little people yeah like they're not called midgets anymore midgets a derogatory term right they're called i think so yeah you call them just small people small short statured humans i think height challenged maybe we'll call them little folks (laughs) there is like a few reality shows that revolved around them and there's this one video that made it rounds on the internet like they're like on a yacht like on a boat in the ocean they're like in bikinis and swimming like having a party like a rich person party on a a yacht and what there's of course a fight and one of them gets pushed off. And you see this vertically <laughs> challenged person flying off this yacht and land in the water. It's like, what? Like a little drop. And that reminded me, the jaw falling off the skins with Kimmer reminded me of seeing this this small person fall off of a yacht. It was it was funny. It's it's wrong, but it's funny at the same I mean, time, so um but yeah, he loses the fight, and then he has to go back to his buddy, who we didn't talk about in the first episode. I don't think oh. he's, I don't think he's that important, really. But no, he's great. He's What's fine. his name? I don't remember. What kind of cre- creature is he? I don't know. Never seen him before. Nick Nolte does his voice. Really? Yes. He's incredible. I all I know. Is, I have spoken, Adam. That's all I know is I have spoken. That's all, that's the only thing I know from him. Like, I, I'll look up his name, but yeah, he pull up um, the IMDb. Cause, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Um, but anyway, he has to go back to his buddy so that he can get help getting his shit back from the Jawas. And he's like, his buddy's like, you can't, you can't just like take him. You got to like trade with him. It's the only way you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, fuck you. I'm going to take my shit back. Um, but anyway, so he has to trade and then it gets in the sequence where every single thing the Jawas want to trade from the Mandalorian. He's like, no, you can't have that. I, it's my fucking rifle. No, it's my armor. You, know, you can't have Baby Yoda. That's my Baby Yoda. So they tell him he's like, 
yeah, all right, then go get the egg. This is the egg. I'm like, all right, I don't know what the egg is. Um, what is the egg, Scott? So, what's the creature called? A, a mud rhino? Yeah, it's like something like that. It's it's a it looks like a rhino with fur on it that's lives in mud. Basically, yeah, is what it, it looks like, like. So there's this creature that had a den on this planet, and it was like a giant. Almost dinosaur-looking creature, but it was but it was a mammal because it had fur all over it, and it had like a like a rhino horn, but it was just enormous. Whatever this alien creature was, and apparently it lays eggs. Yeah. So it had an egg in its den, and the Jawas wanted the egg. So Mando has to go in to the den to retrieve the egg. Which turns out to be a daunting task. Yeah, he gets fucked up real bad in this. Like, he gets super messed up. Yeah, it looked like he was going to get killed by this creature. Well, he almost, like, it got to the point in the fight where he had to, like, f- struggle to pick himself back up. And he had a pocket knife. He was right left, yeah. Yeah, and he was the thing was charging at him. Scott, paint the picture. What happens when this creature so, charges at the so Mandalorian? Th- so he... he he tried with his guns and his other weapons, and he's just getting beat. And he has he has one little knife left. That's the only thing he's got. And he's standing there. And this rhino... He's staggering, too. Like, he's covered in he's mud. He's hurt. He's hurt. He's been stomped. It is, it is charging at him full force, horn ready to impale him. Quill. By the way, Nick Nolte's character is K-U-I-I-L. Okay. I don't know if that's he's how it's pronounced. A, he's a great character. I like yeah. him a lot. But... At the last second, all of a sudden, the rhino stops, dead in his tracks, and you see it slowly starts to rise up off the ground, and it's now floating. And the rhino's flailing around like, what the fuck's going on? The Mandalorian is looking around like, what the hell's going on? Baby Yoda is over in his flying bassinet, using the force... To lift. to lift this giant creature. And he's struggling, by the way. Like, you can see, like, Baby Yoda is having a real tough time. He hasn't realized that matter doesn't matter when it comes to the Force yet. He hasn't learned that lesson yet. So he's having a tough time lifting this thing up. But he lifts it up long enough for it to be confused and everything like that. And all of a sudden, Baby Yoda passes out. Mm-hmm. And it collapses on the ground. And then the Mandalorian sticks it with that knife. Which, I gotta be honest with you. My mother said this, and I kind of agree with her, that I can't imagine that that tiny knife with that big creature yeah. sticking him one time would have immediately he killed shot, him. Didn't he shoot it? And the hide. Yeah. The hide of the creature was so thick yeah. that it wasn't penetrating it, but a tiny little knife sure as heck did. And it's not even like he stabbed him a bunch of times. It's like he stuck him one time and the creature but, just collapsed. But I think it was a vulnerable spot. But he then he got lucky because he didn't know that was a vulnerable spot. Then. Maybe he did. Then it's we luck. Don't know. Maybe, maybe that's something that Mandalorians study. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But so he gets the egg, takes it back to the Jawas and trades it for all his fucking parts. And what do they do with the egg? They It's not some sacred object or right. something that's going to last them. They chop the top off the egg and in a disgusting fashion, just grab the yolk out of the egg and just throw it into their faces and their mouths. They're and just shit. like it's chugging like, the egg yolk. And yeah, the, it's disgusting. It was a very disgusting, but that's what they wanted. Yeah, 
Must be a delicacy for the Jawas. Apparently. Um, so they take the parts back to his ship, and with the help of Nick Nolte's character, they put the ship back. I'm going to be honest with you, not a lot happened in this episode. There was a the, the the fight scene with the the fight scene with cool. the with the with the rhino thing was cool. There was the beginning sequence uh, of the, the beginning of the episode when he was, was walking along, and there was um well not just that, but there was a group of people that tried to attack him. Oh, right. And there were um, other bounty hunters. Yeah, there were yeah. other bounty hunters who were trying to attack him to take Baby Yoda, and he fought him off. And that was cool. But besides that, we didn't learn a whole lot. There wasn't a lot, and it's fine. You get those episodes. It was a cool episode, um, but it basically was. Mandalorian fighting off bounty hunters, then Mandalorian fighting Jawas, Jawas, and then Mandalorian fighting a rhino, and then Mandalorian put a ship back together and took off. But one thing that's important is you said Baby Yoda passed out after using the Force. Baby Yoda was out of oh, yeah. he was commission. Like in a, he was in a coma. Like, he was done. Like, like the two, uh, Mando and Nick Nolte's character, we can't even pronounce it, so we're just going to call him Nick Nolte. The two of them took a long time to put yeah. that ship back together. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Baby Yoda was just out the whole time. The whole time. Interesting. Yeah. He, I liked it. I liked it more than you did, apparently. I, 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 I didn't say I didn't like it. I just, there wasn't a lot going on compared to the first episode. I think I liked it more than the first episode, other than the Baby Yoda reveal in the first episode. Yeah. The fight scene was cool with the droid in the first episode, but there was more action in the second episode. Yeah, there might, have, there might, yeah, there might have been a little more action in the second episode. I would argue there was about the same amount of action because we had the beginning fight with the bar, and that was a quick fight scene. It though. was a quick fight he scene. Handled but those so assholes was, quick, but so was the bounty hunter scene at the beginning. But I expected so. a little more of a setup in the first episode. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Yeah. They were all good. All I good. you like it more than I did. I don't have a problem with it. I still liked it. I just liked the first episode better. Um, but like I said, not really too much information coming on episode three. A lot of information. We'll get to that next week. That's that's going to be next week. So I've already watched it. I don't know if you've watched I've it. I watched yet. it. You've watched it. Okay. So I know there's there's a lot more going on in uh, that one. So we don't really have that much to say about episode two, I guess. Um, but stay tuned next week. We'll talk about episode three there was probably i guess we're coming to the end of the show so it's coming to the closing time because we're running out of time a little bit Damn, um, always run out of time yeah we've got we've got some things coming up i don't know when the episode's gonna up, go up it might be after this episode it could be after the next episode i don't know but we have um an interview we've got an, an interview, interview show we have an interview show we a, a buddy of mine who is um who used to, I don't know if I don't I can't I don't know if he still I don't think he does it anymore but he was part of the movie guys podcast I think he's taking a leave of absence maybe I don't think he's completely done with the movie guys podcast but hey we're interviewing him so we'll yeah. ask him yeah we'll, we'll ask him what his situation there is but um Ed DeSantis Ed yeah Ed, Ed from the movie guys yes. He is, uh, I, I don't think he, he'd have a problem with me saying it right now. Oh, he he's is, announced. It's he, out there. He is running for Congress. He is. He is running for Congress. Where and we live here in Western PA, he is running against Mike Used Car Salesman Kelly for his seat in the United States Congress. United yes. United States House of Representatives. So I got a hold of Ed, and we kind of spent some time working things out. And ideally, unless plans change... We will have recorded an interview with him, and we're gonna. It's gonna be less of a podcast and more of a 
I guess you could say journalists interviewing and uh, a politician, so to speak. Yeah, we're you know, going to be good. real journalists for a change, not yeah. two douches. Probably not. Probably not. Computer. We're not even going to drink. We're not even going to drink during this during this session. Like it's it's going to be nuts. I don't even know what's going to happen. But that should but that should be what's going to be coming we're up. We're going to ask the hard hitting questions. We're going to try. That's the idea. So we're going we're to make it professional too. So <laughs> we're going to try. It'll be interesting. We're going. It's not going to be lounging on the couch episode. That's for damn sure. I love lounging on the couch. It's episode. nice. I like I, it a lot. I love lounging on the couch. Scott. So we got that. We got that. What else? Uh, what else is big that's coming up? Do you um, want to make any other announcements? No, not oh, yet. Oh, you want to pump the brakes on that? Not, we got big not things yet. coming. Not yet. I'm I'm still working out some details. There, there okay. is another big thing that we're working on. I still want to work out a few details. I want to have a conversation with somebody before I announce something like that okay. because it may not happen. I don't know. It may not happen. I don't know. Well, stay tuned. So, we've, got, we've got this interview coming up, which is exciting for us. And then we have another big announcement in the works. Yeah, hopefully. So, you want if you want to know what it is, you got to keep listening, Scott. Yes, sir. How can they get a hold of us? So, you can get a hold of us a couple different ways. Uh, you can shoot us an email for your distraction at gmail dot com. If you have any ideas for a show, if you have any questions, hit us up there. We are also on social media, so you can message us on there or comment on it there. On Facebook, you can search for For Your Distraction, find our page, and like it on there. We are also on Twitter. You can search for For Your Distraction on Twitter, follow us on there. You can tweet us at PodcastFYD. Bunch of different ways you can listen to the show. We are on SoundCloud, so search for Forward Distraction on SoundCloud. All of our episodes are on there. And for you Apple people, we are on iTunes. So go to your iTunes, search for Forward Distraction, subscribe to us, give us a thumbs up, you know, all the good stuff. Uh, we are a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. So you can go to Podbean. And search for Movie Guys Podcast. That's Ed, who we're going to be interviewing his podcast. They're our sister show. They're our good friends. They organize and run the Be Real Podcasting Network. So go to Podbean. Search for Movie Guys Podcast. You'll find our show on there and a couple other great shows. You can also go to YouTube and search for Movie Guys Podcast. They post all of the shows to YouTube which is a fun way I've been listening to them lately. I keep forgetting about YouTube with the movie guys. Yeah. I always forget about movie that because I, I forget about movie that. Movie guys use Podbean and YouTube, and we use iTunes and SoundCloud. So there's umpteen ways that you can find our show and listen to us and share it with your friends, share it with your family. You know, we, we want to get the word out there. We do this for fun. If nobody ever listened to this show, Adam and I would still be here on the couch drinking beer, talking about bullshit. So it's it's great to know that we have all these people that we've never met that just listen to our show. We love that. We love you. Thank you so much. Let us know. Send us an email. Message us. Let us know if you have any thoughts, 
concerns, suggestions. I want to know how far you made it into no not November or no shave November. I want to know those questions. I'm curious. I would like to meet someone who completed. No, I know no one, and I know a lot of people who've tried. Are you gonna Are you gonna try with me next year? You gonna You gonna try? All right. Yeah. You want, you want to try it? Yeah. We'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. I'm. How would we know that? How would you know? It's you, it's the honor system. It's trust. The honor system. It's trust, like, man. No we way. know each other. Like well, I'm not gonna. I, I go I'm not home. gonna lie to you. I told you I made it three days in before I before I couldn't do no nut November. Yeah. I told you that just now. Just Let's pound see. the pud and never tell anybody. Yeah, it's the honor system, man. It's right. it's manly honor. It's the Mandalorian honor. <laughs> That's what it is. I just want to get to destroy Dick December. 